Welcome to the 141st episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where two professional quiz masters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, as well as quizzing each other and our guests on our favorite questions of the week. My name is Quizmaster Lee, and as usual, I'm joined by fellow master of the quiz, Mark Davis. Hello. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well. I've got a belly full of beef and Guinness stew. I just uh, had, and I've got a, a Guinness and Stella black and tan mm. here as well, or mm. a half and half. I've got a half and half here as well. You got the old half, uh, what ha- half, half sweet, half unsweet. It's half, half su- Guinness and half Stella Artois. Oh, I tried to do the layered thing, but I don't know. It just looks like a thing of Guinness. You got to pour it on your spoon or something. I tried it. <clears throat> yeah, I tried it's, twice, but you know, I'm still going to drink it. It's still good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. How how you doing? Doing well. I did just send you a picture. Um, I'm I'm pretty close to conceding defeat here. I watched a uh, <laughs> TV show uh, called Pressure Cooker on Netflix. It's kind of like if you mixed uh, Chopped or some kind of food show, like cooking show, with uh, Big Brother. They stay in the same house and. They judge each other's food, um, you know, not knowing who cooked it. Um, but there's also a lot of uh, play there where you're trying to get rid of people who you think might be a, uh, a threat to you. So people would try and guess what someone may have cooked to possibly get rid of someone they think is strong. There's a lot of battling between should I get rid of someone who I think is strong or should I, you know, give you know someone the points they deserve for making a good meal. And uh, in one of the episodes, while they are trying some of the food, a character named Lana, what is what does she describe the food as? Tasty, tasty. Two tasties. I had to rewind it and take a picture. Uh, we'll throw this up in the Discord and uh, and on the Facebook as well. But had to uh, had to let you know that uh, this food was described as tasty, tasty. Now it's catching on. <clears throat> I will say, on. I don't know. If this means that the food was very good, uh, well, maybe uh, obviously was, it means it's maybe good. Maybe there was some right? sarcasm. Uh, maybe maybe it was what? The, it just Come meant that the food was so sarcastic. So. A sarcastic <laughs> compliment about food, like, well, I, well it, this is I, good. I shouldn't have said sarcastic. I guess what I should have <laughs> said is like, uh, oh yeah, it's um, man, yeah, it's uh, tasty, tasty, tasty. It's 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 tasty, tasty. Just, <laughs> it is tasty tasty. I'm sure the food was tasty tasty. I mean, that's how it's described there. I'll have to, I'll and to that back. is how I, I would describe, you know, some of our regular vendors like Only Doubles and the uh, Ollie's Pub Sandwich Shop, mm. which is uh, just turning out banger after banger. Everything inside sandwich nice guys, fixings. pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Loads tasty, of tasty, 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 tasty. Loads of delicious, inspiring foods. Indeed, nice guys right now locally in the uh, top eight of a local March Madness pizza competition as voted on by news press readers. So if you want to support nice guys, you know, go into the uh, the show notes here and we'll put a link up to the uh, the voting there. Mm. And uh, we assure you it is tasty, tasty. <laughs> and you should you should stop in there, you know, and uh, play some Mark Survey too on Wednesdays. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, and other uh, calendar events in our calendar later. But uh, Mark, it's just so nice to sit down with you. You're a busy podcaster. You uh, recently had a uh, 
a very interesting episode of lyrics to go drop right yeah <clears throat> um you know we recently had adam and logan on um for previous a no episode. no guests yes mm-hmm. um, they were on, great on here they were fantastic there was a lot of positive feedback about how uh funny they were and how fun they were um seth as you know a huge no no fan listened to the episode and uh wanted to have them on as soon as possible and mm-hmm. we were happening to do um the song relax by frankie goes to hollywood um which uh you know i won't get too too into it because we talk a lot about a lot of different things as far as the song and the music video is concerned the music video um has some very 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 strong gay vibes um and um seems to have a lot of symbolism and stuff for the gay community and you know we were schooled uh, Seth and I on a lot of different things that might be going on in the music video let alone the lyrics and and a very I think a funny episode it is a long it, the we have two versions one edited one unedited one one cut and one uncut if you will um and uh yeah it was uh it was uh, a lot of fun and it was very 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 informative um uh and I'm yeah I'm really really proud of it it might be my the 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 episode of lyrics to go that I might be proudest of um so it was a it was a very good time well go check it out folks i mean there you go um and yeah i mean there the fact that you have like an extended version of that episode that's that sounds interesting as well so uh, we'll put a link in the show notes to those as well. And uh, let's go ahead and uh, go over our weekly wrap-up real quick. Mm, okay. Before we get into our quiz. Recently at Pointy Bell Brewing Company, quiz number 494 was won by Body by Pastrami with 108 points, while quiz number 496 was won by You Smell Different When You're Awake with 87 points the following week. Mally Rules, Greg Waxed, and Harry Porter slash Rum Forest Rum. I don't know if they have a regular team name yet, but that's uh, Ryan and Cassandra and friends. Uh, recently, uh, you know, uh, let me know that they were catching up on the podcast and they seem to be working their way through it. So shout out to them. Uh, they've been doing pretty well too. Recently, uh, hitting third place, which has been their highest placement as of yet since they've uh, started playing at Pointy Bell. So congratulations to them and our winners over there over the past couple weeks. At Ollie's Pub, quiz number 495 was won by Just the Tips with 120 points. And As You Wish, winning quiz number 497 with 97 points. Congratulations to both of them. Dallas over at uh, As you, from As You Wish has been sporting a team t-shirt recently that has a logo on the front and a jersey number on the back with the last name and they've let me know that they've all got theirs on order right now so pretty Damn. soon they're going to be uh, probably our most dedicated team when it comes to gear and uh, they're climbing up the ranks with their points and their wins as well so big ups to them as you wish Mark, how has your team been doing over at Nice Guys Pizza recently? How has my team been doing? Your teams. I have. Okay. That may. Okay. I'm halfway through my <laughs> half and half. I'm quarter, <laughs> double quarter of the way in. Uh, my team do good. Uh, had uh, had uh, the teams kind of spread out a little bit. Uh, no team winning two rounds uh, on Wednesday. Uh, we had a packed house. There was a show with Rock's Revolt and the Velvets. And a band from out of town called Thelma and the Queez. Um, Big who, night over at Nice Guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So Saturday morning cartoons featuring Team Captain Matt, uh, who is moving soon with his family, um, mm-hmm. winning the and first as you round. Wish. Absolutely. Yeah, as, he's absolutely. on both. Uh, with 22 points. The second round, we had a three-way tie with 44 points each between Saturday morning cartoons, Thelma and the Queez, and Lime Toes Love Remotes. Um, and Thelma and the Queez winning uh, that second round tiebreaker, winning a nice little gift basket, which is perfect for when you're going on tour. Um, I'm not sure exactly what was in there, but it looked like a bunch of wonderful things and tasty treats. and Tasty, also- tasty treats? Just one tasty. Oh, really? Not that good, huh? Delicious and tasty treats. Oh, okay. Tasty, delectable treats. Sure. Uh, <laughs> third and final round, going to Lime Toes Love Remotes with 59 points uh, locally. However, uh, they also beat Whiskey Tango by one point. Whoa. Yeah. Just dominating the trivia night. Yes, absolutely. By a single point. Yeah, and I can't remember... I don't know if you would call that dominating. (laughs) I can't remember if we recorded um, before my my last week of trivia, but I know that there was one week where I believe Whiskey Tango was held to three points in the first round of of one of my trivias. They were were held to three points. Held to three points? Is that what you said? What does that mean? That means they only got three points. They were, they, I guess oh, I'm thinking no. it kind of like in sports, like, I like see, there's I, I see what you mean now. Yeah. 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 I um, gotcha. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was, I was shocked. Um, it was, a obviously it's been not a very course. easy. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody's got their strengths and everybody's got their weaknesses. And sometimes you get one of those rounds where it's just like, not me, not me, not, not me for any of these. Sometimes um, you is. And sometimes you ain't as our friend Nat Newton says. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, if you missed it and you'd like to join us for trivia soon this week, we are hosting No Nonsense Trivia's 500th quiz Oof. over two nights at our regular venues of Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida, and Ollie's Pub in Cape Coral, Florida. We will still be doing individual winners on each night, but if you want to come out to both nights, you can uh, play to win a combined point total for a grand prize for our 500th quiz. I will say. The goal here, and I'm going to try and achieve this, is some kind of uh, prize related to all of the venues that we've ever had trivia at. Damn. So that's what I'm going to say. I'm not exactly sure how it's each going to fit in, but that's the goal right now. Wednesdays, uh, we're live, as I mentioned, at Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida for a no-nonsense trivia challenge based on your category requests. Please join us for your opportunity to win some free beer and bonus prizes and to suggest categories for next week's quiz and to enjoy some of the tasty, tasty offerings from our weekly food vendor. Come play our weekly quiz at Pointy Bell Brewing Company starting at 7.30 p.m. every Wednesday. Thursdays, we're in Cape Coral at Ollie's Pub also at 7.30 p.m., we hope you can join us then for opportunities to win Ollie's gift cards. Free cards! Which can be spent on records, beer, t-shirts, comic books, and more. You could use your gift card on one of their signature sandwiches. They're very tasty, tasty. Mm. One that I like to get somewhat frequently would be the Uncle Jesse, which has a, uh, it's like a Mediterranean sandwich. It's got some hummus on there, uh, red pepper hummus, I believe. Tzatziki sauce, cucumbers, peppers, sriracha, feta cheese, crumbles, 
Mmm, it's good. All on white bread. It's only $6.99. Good brain food for trivia. And uh, you can try it in other selections from the menu at Ollie's Pub every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. while you're playing trivia. And, of course, every week in Cape Coral, you can play Mark's Trivia at, on Wednesdays at Nice Guys Pizza <laughs> or on Zoom starting at 8 p.m. And for a link to the uh, Zoom meeting for that, you can check the show notes or just go directly to bit.ly. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Nice Guys Pizza Trivia. Isn't that right, Mark? It is not B-I-T dot L-E-E. I know you want to no. write down Quizmaster Lee's name when you hear that bit.ly, but please do not. It's bit.ly. And don't forget, our next themed quiz is Friends Trivia at Pointy Bell Brewing Company on Saturday, March 25th at 6 p.m. We're going to be asking a bunch of questions about a highly requested category at our trivia, yet we've never done a Friends-themed trivia. I can't say I know a lot about Friends, but I will be, uh, you know, digging into the research. And uh, maybe it'll make a fan out of me. I don't know. We'll be on uh, Friends Watch. Who's Master Lee Friends Watch? Friends briefly uh, talked about in the episode of Relax because uh, uh, both Rachel and whoever, I don't don't know any of the people's names, I don't care. One of them's wearing a shirt, a Relax, uh, Frankie Say Relax shirt that is owned by her ex-boyfriend Ross, I believe. And he takes it back after they have a falling out um, because she usually sleeps in it. So it's a plot point. There you go. Yep. That's going on the quiz. There you go. go. Free answer right there. Free answer. Come on out. That's, uh, yeah, March 25th, 6 p.m. at Pointy Bell Brewing Company. And please don't forget to follow No Nonsense Trivia on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. And join us on our Discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts, streams, and events. Join us. Free beer. Oh, shit. Won't you? Sorry, man. 240 episodes. You hit the mark. It's all right. The free beer mark. <laughs> That's actually good. You can do that more I was often. If you'd say. Like. You can. I've, you've got free reign to just improvise there, man. <laughs> Keep pushing that. Free it's been two hundred and forty episodes. We can cut loose a little bit. We can do right? whatever the hell we want. Right. Including taking a break. Yes. Let's take a break. Okay. We'll be back with the first round of some tasty, tasty trivia. Mm-mm. And we are back, uh, Lee. Mark, is- real quick, before we get into it here, uh, just want to wish John Lewis a uh, some well wishes right now. Mm. He's had uh, you know some health issues lately. Um, he's been in the hospital a couple times, so we just want to uh, you know wish him the best in his recovery. Um, you know, here from the no no. Yes, absolutely, past guest. We love you, buddy. And and much more importantly, dear friend. Yeah. Um, you've known him for a very, very long time. One of your groomsmen uh, mm-hmm. and a very, very close and dear friend to both of us. Uh, get well soon, and we're thinking of you, bud. Yeah, dude. Every day. Every day. All right, Mark, your question. Here is your first question. In soccer, how many yellow cards result in a red card? 
how many yellow cards result in a red card. So if you get uh, how many yellow cards in a in a row, then the next infraction is a red card. It is the same time as the yellow card. So basically, so you immediately get a red a card. card. It gets upgraded, and then and then they upgrade you in first class, baby. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as a youth, I played like league soccer, local league soccer mm-hmm. for one season. And uh, I don't know. I wanted to continue. I don't know why <laughs> I couldn't continue, but whatever. I played. I enjoyed it. And I never really watched it much. You know, every now and then. um the World Cup will be on, and I'll watch a couple games during the World Cup. Not a regular football watcher. But I did play FIFA 2010, I think was the edition that I played pretty frequently with some buddies. Shout out to uh, Joe, Mike, and Andrew, my mm-hmm. FIFA pals. Um, But... I don't remember. That would have been my the point where I probably knew this the best. I want to say two. I think you get one yellow card as like slow down and then the next one that you get it's not going to be another yellow. I mean that's just like weak-willed of the referees I fe- I feel. They're not enforcing their authority beyond that. Maybe that's the case. So, can I hear the question one more time? How many yellow cards do you need to receive to result in a red card? In soccer, how many yellow cards result in a red card? Yes. This is also very quickly a a chance for me to do my Eric Cartman impersonation. Respect my authorita. Yeah. Sounds just like him. I'm going to go with two. So you get one and then you get a second one that, and then it's immediately upgraded to red. I think that's, if that's my understanding of how, how it works, I'm going to say two. Damn it, kitty. That's my pot pie. That's correct. Yeah. Boom. I got a bonus Cartman impression. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. All You're right. welcome. Thank you. I have a uh, retro video games question for you. Okay. A little different than sport, but still a game. Mm-hmm. Originally released by Nintendo, what was the top-selling non-Atari game released for the Atari 2600 console? Originally released by N- Nintendo, what was the top-selling non-Atari game released for the Atari 2600? So the top-selling game for the Atari 2600 was not... Uh, was It was an Atari-developed game. So the top-selling game that wasn't made by Atari was originally made released by Nintendo. What is that game? So I had a, an Atari 20, either a 26 or 2800. I think I had an Atari 2600. Um, monochrome monitor. Um, and I remember having Frogger on it. Frogger kind of jumps to mind. And I also had... Um, I don't know. I don't know what you would call it, but I, I Donkey Kong, I guess. Um, and you know, he'd throw the barrels, and you'd have to jump over the barrels. Someone would jump fire, jump up, grab the hammer, smash. I'm gonna You're say playing as Jumpman. Yes, yes. I'm gonna say Donkey Kong. That's correct. Okay. Well done, Frogger. Uh, fifth best selling for the console. 
Pitfall at number four, Donkey Kong at number three, and then the top two best-selling games, probably because they were packaged in with the uh, console bundled in, Space Invaders at two, and Pac-Man at number one. Damn. Well done, though. Thank you. Here is, uh, here is your next question. What actor, also the father to four sons, named Peter, Eric, Michael, and Joel, who also worked in the TV and film industry as actors and producers, was born Isor Danielovich. What actor, also the father to four sons, named Peter, Eric, Michael, and Joel, who also worked in the TV and film industry as actors and producers, was born Isser, I-S-S-U-R, Danielovich, D-A-N-I-E-L, O-V-I-T-C-H. Hmm. Sorry if I'm butchering that pronunciation. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Cordon Blanc, is that how you're <laughs> supposed to do it? Uh, you got I, roasted in the comments. Oh my gosh. My man got ratioed. I'm so sorry. I got, I, my Floridian accent kicked in mm. and I said, Cordon Blue. I mean, you know, <laughs> if you're from here, that doesn't, you know, that that's not. What abnormal. do you call the crescent shaped um, pastry that you get uh, usually buttery flavored? Oh, if I'm uh, if I'm like ordering from Publix, I say croissant. But if I'm at a French bakery, I say croissant. Yeah. See, that's another. It's like, you know, I'm not going I'm going not going around to places and saying. Oh yeah, I can should, I get a maybe croissant? on the podcast we should bust out the uh, the proper pronunciation though, you know? I mean, that is it's, you know, supposed to be Apparently the, we it's need the original, to. but yeah, we are we are from Florida and we have funny ways of talking sometimes, I guess. But uh anyways, you're asking about this uh this actor who mm. was named Isser and he changed his name and he had four sons that were also in as uh had a career in Not sure you say acting Acting Not, and production? I, so some of them are actors, some of them are producers. Oh, man. Not short and sweet. Tried to give you a little mm-hmm. bit more juice to work with here. But you didn't give me really a, like a date at all. I just got a... This could be any time in the last hundred years, basically. I mean, he did have four sons that had careers. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I have to go back to somebody... Like in the uh, the 60s or before what i'm thinking um john barrymore had a big you know lineage um had several descendants that got into acting uh who is the fonda matriarch or patriarch i mean (laughs) the patriarch maybe it's peter fonda you said Peter is as a son, though, didn't you? I did. Oh, shit. Peter Fonda's dad. Can I hear the real name again? Or the birth? I shouldn't say the real name. The birth name. Isor Danielovich. Mm, no Fonda in there. Maybe Danielovich? I don't know. Danielovich? Peter Fonda. And the, and the son's names? 
uh, Peter, Eric, Michael, and Joel. Jane Fonda, Peter Fonda. I don't know. Damn. Uh, you found a weak point in my in my defense. I'm only holding so many points here. Um, I should have written these names down. You said Michael is the son, right? Michael, Eric, Peter, yeah, and Joel. Eric, Joel. Uh, I'll go the Coen brothers way. Joel, Ethan, Ethan Fonda. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Who is, it's probably not even Fonda, is it? No. Okay. The correct answer is <laughs> Kirk Douglas. Oh, Kirk Douglas. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I mean, I shouldn't say wow. <laughs> I should have known that. <laughs> or at least it should have entered the realm of possibilities. I got caught up on Fonda. I tried to anyway. hide Michael in there because I know he's mm-hmm. the most, uh, you know, the, the, the most well-known. well-known. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, he was born, uh, part Belarusian. Mm. Um, so his uh, father's name was Herschel Harry Danielovich or Danielovich. Yeah. Okay. I see the Belarusian name now. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah. My next question for you is some geography around a certain national park, Yellowstone. Hmm. Now, Yellowstone National Park technically is located in uh, three states, but it's prime, you know, two of those states, very, very, very tiny part of the, stri- the, the park is located in. It's primarily located in which U.S. state? Yellowstone National Park is located primarily in which U.S. state? I think it's Wyoming. So I'm going to say Wyoming. You're correct. Oh, you know, I think I just nice. about got a this. geography one. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, because I think I had a question recently that was about a uh, a um, a park. Um, We're vibing. And so there was uh, some park discussion. Maybe I'll try and find it and ask it to you. Get some uh, oh, park no. action back to back. Here is your last question of the first round. In which large gland of the human body would you find the eyelets of Langerhans? In which large gland of the human body would you find the eyelets of Langerhans? Large gland? Mm-hmm. Large gland of the human body. Mm. A gland. Yeah. Is the tongue... A gland? No. Is the tongue a gland? <laughs> it's a muscular hydrostat. A gland has a, uh, like, some kind of secretion function, right? Doesn't it secrete? I, I Something? Don't, I, I would guess that a gland probably has that kind of... Uh, is it a secretor? I think it is. Can't fight right. secretor. <laughs> Take that one, Weird Al. You can run with that. <laughs> People are dying for the Virga Salt parody in 2023. That sounded mean. I like them. <laughs> I just want to say that. Look, I feel it's a bad. good band. Yeah, good band. Uh, Eight Arms to Hold You, right? Indeed. It's one of their albums. Anyway, you're asking about large glands. Well, I'm asking about 
and the islets of uh, longevity. Clan. The islets of Longerhans. Longerhans. I S L E T S. Islets. I, I think it's pronounced islets, like island. Islets of Longerhans. L A N G E R H A N S. Not to be confused I, with Super Hans from uh, from Peep Show. Very enjoyable I, television. Uh, <laughs> I can uh, only name maybe a gland that I can be certain of. I don't know what a gland is, so I'm just going to go with pituitary. I don't even that seems very small, but that just from its name, like it's a pitiful or something like that. But I'll I'll go with the the pituitary gland. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> I'm not surprised. The pancreas is the correct answer. Oh, the pancreas okay. producing and just squeezing out that yummy, yummy that is controlling that blood sugar of yours. Insulin. There it is. Should have known that was a gland. You said it was squeezing out. Would you say it's secreting? I, I don't know. I guess so. Med students, professionals, please let us know in our Discord. Oh, you don't have to tell them. They're already typing. <laughs> They're typing feverishly. They knew Islets of Longer Hans, and they were like, this motherfucker is calling this shit a gland, like a ding-dong. We'll I see. guessed a gland. We'll see. I'm yeah. doing my best. Yeah, you did fine. Thank you. My next uh, category for you is, this question is about houseplants. Okay. Man, talk about a rage, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, all of my uh, categories here are category requests, so <laughs> yeah. I had a houseplants question. thought I'd uh, share it here on the podcast. There you go. Perfect. A popular type of indoor plant is Chlorophytum comosum, which gets its common name from what kind of creature? A popular type of indoor plant is Chlorophytum comosum, which gets its common name from what kind of creature? And you know I'm pronounce- mispronouncing that bad boy. <laughs> you know I'm hacking that shit to Is death. Is it Comosum? Comosum? So it gets its common name, so not this name. This name. No, that's its uh, scientific it. name. Yeah. That's its scientific name. Um, this is my uh, islets of Longenhans. Longerhans. Longerhans. Islets of Longerhans and integumentary system are two things that stuck in my brain from middle school. The integumentary system, from what I remember, is the system in your body that is responsible for your hair and nails. Is it skin as well? I don't know. I remember I in my uh, I remember nails and hair. Okay, it might Things be skin as well. Maybe. Could be. Um. <clears throat> Well, I don't feel like, I mean, I guess I have technically a clue, but it doesn't really get me anywhere. A common house plant that is named after a animal. It gets its common name from what kind of creature? Oh, what kind of creature? Okay, so not necessarily an animal. Um, what's the, uh... What's the, you know, the Latin name again? Chlorophytum comosum. C-O-M-O-S-U-M. 
Um, I'm just trying to think of like house plants that are named after creatures, creatures of the night, creatures of the dark, creature feature. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say, um, well, have you thought about any house plants? You got any house plants? No, I don't have any no? house plants. No. Me neither, man. But you know what? I'm going crazy. I want some house plants. Sometimes no, I watch uh, this. It. No, just... dude. Dude, sometimes I watch like uh these like music mixes on YouTube by I think it's called My Analog Journey. Mm. And it's uh, you know, a bunch of record spinners and stuff, but we've got so many plants, it looks so relaxing. Cleans the air. Okay. Seems like a lot of benefits. Seems like a lot of work. Seems like no, man, these things are low maintenance. Fallen. Especially chlorophytum comosum. Very low maintenance. Um, Yeah, that's a dog plant. That's a cat plant. Um, um, I'll say, uh, I'll say spider. That's right. <laughs> the spider plant. <laughs> I was just trying to think of something that a fucking plant looks like. You've like, seen one of those? Spider. Yeah, I guess so. They like hanging baskets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spider well plant. Well Damn. Done. Did I have a perfect mm-hmm. round? Yes, you did. Congratulations. Jesus. Hell yeah. yeah. I'll take it. I'm going to give you this little fun fact on our way out here in uh, round one. Your integumentary system consists of your skin, hair, nails, and... Wait, I should let you do the drum roll here. No. Glands. Oh! (laughs) How perfect. Why not teeth? You got me thinking now. Yeah, I mean, it seemed... Well, I guess your teeth are pretty different than your nails. The mammary glands and teeth oh, are also considered as components. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. Welcome to the club, teeth. Also controls you the titties. You made it in. Yes. Uh, that's from Science Direct considers them in. That original definition from the Cleveland Clinic. I trust them. Let's take a little break. Mm. And then we're going to come back and uh, get into round two. Um, I think we might have some miscorrections. We'll be, we'll be back either way. We're going to figure it out. Wow, wow, wow. 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 All right, we're back, and it's time for some missed corrections. Corrections. Hey, look, you know it happens to everybody. No, it's okay. Yeah. I don't mind soloing every once in a while. It's all right. Thank you for your grace. <laughs> so there was some uh, talk on the Discord about whether or not a uh, defunct team was legal during episode 239, Mark Rib. Uh, which, man, did you do a double decker McRib this season? Uh, I didn't. No. I think I, that was our original Mark Rib, right? Was uh, a double decker McRib like a big Mac? A, or what did we add of another? A, a Mark Mac? 
We did a yeah a mark. Well, I think we McRib did rib mech. Yeah, I don't know. Big big mark rib. Maybe we called it. Mm, yeah, I will say I was wearing a McRib shirt the other day. So if you don't know me in real life, I generally do not wear shirts with print on them. It's I'm not making mm-hmm. a statement. There are just shirts that I like that are comfortable for me. I'm a large man, so finding comfortable fitting clothing can be hard. I found generally from, solid colors. Yeah. So just like a mm-hmm. lot of bold colors. But however, a coworker of mine bought me a fat shirt that says, Lord, if you're coming back, please bring a McRib with you or something like that. And it's a gray shirt. Lately, I've been feeling light gray shirts. I've got like two or three of them. And then I have this one. So I was wearing it the other day and I was telling a story about what I was wearing about a picture where I'm wearing a McRib shirt. And they were like, that shirt? And I was like, no. I'm going to tell you now the saddest statement I've ever said, which is I own more than one McRib shirt. I actually own three. I own three McRib shirts. This is just one of You're them. You're a fan. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just weird. A McRib <laughs> shirt. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> anyway, there was some discussion on the discord about uh, whether or not a team could be dis- considered defunct if they were like still part of the same franchise and whatnot, leading to an interesting fact that I didn't know that there was a New York Giants in 1921 has no association whatsoever to the current New York giants. Oops. So trivia can get very in that. That is a super interesting point of trivia. So shout out to uh, Adam for pointing that out on the discord. You're going to want to join us there because we have all sorts of uh, interesting conversations going on. Fade to one writing kind of a miscorrection on the war one. This was my question about the seven years is war. Uh, Fade to one writes the French and Indian war was the name given to North American theater extension of the seven years war. Although apparently in the U S it's viewed as a singular conflict and not related to another war. Oddly. Um, I mean, I think that the way that the question is structured, it, I think it's fine. Um, I don't think you can, I, I think it's fine to discount French and Indian wars and answer because uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to see more material on that. I guess there is a link to the Wikipedia, but as I said, lots of discussion on the discord about that. Uh, fans of the zipper merge. You love to see it. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people coming to your, uh, to your side in the, I mean, there was really no fight cause I don't, uh, I don't disagree with you, but a lot of people come in and uh, fighting alongside you with the zipper wars. I, yeah, I think there's two types of people. There's the zipper merge people and the uneducated. And that's basically it. You're not going to find proponents of, uh, <laughs> no, I got to drive in both lanes and protect my spot in line. I mean, geez, you got to be a huge asshole to be thinking like that in the first place. So, yeah, find another podcast if that's you. Um Nabs saying he really enjoyed the last episode. Happy belated birthday, Mark. Thank and, you. And uh, also not really a missed correction, but interesting point. Aldous Huxley got the title, The Doors of Perception, from a William Blake poem, The Marriage of Heaven and Hell, which Jim, uh, the character and uh, Jim Morrison in The Doors also recites to Ray on the beach. If I recall that scene correctly, uh, the line from the poem is, if the doors of perception were cleansed, Everything would appear to man as it is infinite for man has closed himself up till he sees all things throw narrow chinks of his cavern. Mm. <laughs> Dropping some poetry. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Uh, let's see here. Discussion about my pronunciation of Cordon Blanc. 
Yep. And uh, what also else do we fade have to here? one saying that uh, Bungie never owned uh, Rare. Um, and uh, you, uh, I, I guess that was a miscorrection for you. Is this yeah, I, I must have just spouted off that Bungie owned uh, Rare at some point. That's that's not true. They were both purchased by Microsoft at one point, but uh, Bungie first was purchased in 2000 and Rare in 2002. So just a clarification there on that. We also well. had JB24 miscorrect an episode uh, 151 for a moment. I think it's 161. Though. Or, I'm sorry, but it would. Yes, but it was supposed to be 161. We looked it up. Yeah. Specifically. And you asked. I'm sorry, you go ahead. No, actually, you go ahead. No, I no, lost no. my place. <laughs> Please carry me again. Please. Uh, the episode Dump Truckins, which is a funny name. Thank uh, you. They said in regards to a unit of measurement for shoe sizes that is two-thirds of a centimeter, Lee mentions his Nikes list 31 centimeters, but don't have 20.3, so there is no Paris point. But he multiplied 31 centimeters by two-thirds, rather than dividing should be negative 46.5 if you check so bad math yeah never been my strong suit that was your question you asshole asking about paris points <laughs> you're welcome in europe what are measured in paris points is what you asked and uh me and max and dan guessed climate emissions oh that's but it uh, turned good. out to be shoe size good guess Thank you. Good guess. But it really doesn't matter here. In trivia, when you're wrong, you're mm. just wrong. Right? Yeah. Hey, Lee, but, if yeah. someone if someone wants to... I love to, you, by the way. I, no, love I you call too. you asshole lovingly. <laughs> just like when I called just, you a sod. Mm-hmm, yeah. If someone wants to uh, miscorrect us, how would they go about doing it? Well, all they got to do is uh, reach out to us at nonsensetrivia at gmail.com or... You could give us a call at one nine two nine three five six six nine six six, or find mm. us on social media. Discord's great, though. I have to say, yeah, that's the best way. I think. Let's get involved in the convo. Chat what along the as cool you're listening. Kids are doing. Mm-hmm. All right, let's kick off round two. Lee, I mentioned that I had a uh, friends trivia coming up, but. The following month in April, the plan is to have a James Bond trivia. Damn. And Michelle Yeoh recently winning for Best Actress in Everything Everywhere All at Once at the Academy Awards. Mm. Um, she has a history with the uh, James Bond franchise. So first of all, congratulations to her. And second of all, here's the question. Mm. What James Bond film stars Pierce Brosnan, Michelle Yeoh, and Terry Hatcher? Features a theme song by Sheryl Crow and was first in the series to be released after the death of longtime franchise producer Albert R. Broccoli. Damn, Broccoli. Mm hmm. It I was the broccoli. first post broccoli James Bond film. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say post broccoli because I believe his daughter took over, but Albert Broccoli, obviously. There's more um, broccoli on the plate. Yeah, there you go. Lot of uh lot of anger toward the Academy Awards. A lot of people feeling uh, all quiet on the Western Front and Tar and some other movies getting robbed. It really sucks when a bunch of I mean it rules, but it also really sucks when a lot of good movies go have to go up against each other. 
can imagine putting a movie out and then like finding out some other movies coming out and seeing it and being like, out of all the fucking years for us to put our movie out, <laughs> we've got to go against this. This can is going to be impossible. I empathize because, as you know, I worked on a little indie video game that was exclusive to the Wii U called Temple of Yogg. Wii U! We, we picked our release date a uh, couple months in advance, and it was uh, early December, right before Christmas, basically. And uh, we thought we had a good spot, and then about two weeks before our game came out, it was announced that Minecraft was releasing the same week on the platform. Oh, oh no. And, uh... <laughs> Gone was the marketing. Yeah. It was all Minecraft all the time for the next two weeks. Uh, and the still now. I mean. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We never had a chance. In the world. <laughs> um, Fun little game, though. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel I, I see what you're saying, you know, but it is uh, it's cliche to say it's nice to just be nominated. But I mean, to be recognized in all the films that came out, there were films that I loved that won. There were films that I loved that did not win. Um, I don't think the films that didn't win are any lesser for it, you know, um, but it's cool to see people, you know, get that, get that thing, you know, yeah, that it's cool to thing. See it. um, I don't know. I don't know anything about these movies really. Um, Pierce Brosnan, um, you know, I'm going to say Casino Royale. No, I'm sorry. Um, he was not in Casino Royale. Casino Royale was the first Daniel Craig movie oh, in the okay. series. All right. It's Tomorrow Never Dies. Ah, okay. Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. Talk about a chink in my armor. I do not know anything about those movies, uh, really, aside from just like, you know, trivia fodder. Um, here is your next question from me. Ergophobia. Is the irrational fear of what? Ergophobia is the irrational fear of what? Hmm. All right. I'm just looking at this, uh, like, linguistically, I guess. Ergo, I think, means, like, because of in language. Like... This, ergo, this. This, because of this. So, I'm wondering if it's birth. You know, it's like something becoming. And maybe the, the Latin word is the same there. So, that's what I'm going with. Because I think, you know, it's it can be a scary process, especially if, uh, if it's your, you know, first time dealing with that could be very intimidating and you know you don't know what to expect and it uh you know anything could happen it's <laughs> it's wild so i i'm saying birth that's my answer i'm sorry that's incorrect are you familiar ah. with the science of ergonomics oh yeah okay so like uh ergonomics being like human formed no ergonomics being uh like suitable as for humans the study of people's efficiency in their working environment. Work oh. is the correct answer. Ergonomics, fear, er, ergophobia, fear of work. Oh, okay. Trabajo. See. Si. Okay. Trabajar. All right. Uh, fast food is my next category for you. 
I've been listening to tons of Doughboys, so I might be. Yeah. Uh, I might be. Uh, I might be in a good spot for this one. We'll see. Which international fast food chain opened its first location in Lexington, Kentucky, in 1969, and takes its name from a main character of a novel first published in the early 1880s? Which international fast food chain opened its first location in Lexington, Kentucky in 1969 and takes its name from a main character of a novel first published in the 1880s? Hmm. Lexington, Kentucky. Fast food, fast food franchise. Well, fast food chain, fast food chain. Well, what isn't it? It isn't McDonald's. It isn't Burger King. Wendy's? See, when Mark, was... come on. Wendy's? You know. Come on, Mark. Yeah, it's his daughter. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing is, is that Wendy, that name was popularized. Do you know what book? Peter Pan. Yeah. Basically made the word, the name Wendy a thing. And so I was kind of like bridging that gap, trying to make it work, but uh, you know, I I'm spoke just, too soon. No, I shouldn't no, get involved in your sus. It's okay. I mean, you know, no stern, no, t- no stern left untoned. Um, <laughs> so <Nose> Wendy's, <laughs> not Wendy's, not Taco Bell named after founder Gary Bell or whatever. Um, not Jack in the Box. Jack. Um, not, uh, geez. Um, Schlotzky's Deli? No, not fast food. Um, Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky right. Fried Chicken is not the name of the place. Um, I was thinking shortly for a time Starbucks, named after a character in um, uh, in Moby Dick, but that was started in That's Seattle. Right. Um, dang man, um, fast food, Lexington, Kentucky. Um, trying to think of a fast food chain with a name in it. Um, Carl's Jr. No, that was named after Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. I think they were all named after something to do. There was Carl's, like big Carl's, like a main place. And then he opened a smaller restaurant called Carl's Jr. See, I know a lot of this stuff from Doughboys. Ah, dude, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, um, oh, you know what? Uh, I think this was a place, uh, Captain Nemo's. I'm going to guess Captain Nemo's. Maybe it's not a place. Oh, no, no, stop. Go on. Long John Silver's. That's my answer. 
Saved by the Bell. You got it. <laughs> That's right, buddy. How many Good people are screaming at me just like you fucking <laughs> moron? I picture you in the pub running up right before I start grading the paper <laughs> and taking it back Snag. and scratching out Captain Nemo, <laughs> which know, was a great guess because I believe that is a pizza chain. Um, I don't know if it was started in Lexington, Kentucky. Captain um, Nemo's, I believe, now that I'm thinking about it, I believe was the name of the bar that was attached and it, it maybe it still is no it is it is the name of the bar that is attached to a bowling alley in, oh, on oh santa yeah. barbara so yep. I, and they apparently have a they do have really good wings a lot of people say the best wings around here the bar is called captain nemo's there you go wing report mark davis oh boy yeah well done yes uh from uh treasure island by robert louis stevenson published 1883 he is the novel's primary antagonist question for you what landmark is nicknamed la dame de fer which translates to iron lady what landmark is nicknamed la dame de fer so i know we just did this whole french thing let me try which which land what landmark is nicknamed La Dame de Fer, which wow, translates to Iron mm-hmm. Lady. I'm going to guess. Uh, I think this question is designed in a way to make you think maybe Statue of Liberty, a little USA centric, uh, get a little USA bias going. But with the French name, even though the Statue of Liberty was a gift from uh, from France to the United States, I don't think that it's made of iron. Um but I, I, I think the Eiffel Tower might be, and maybe, maybe it's a, you know, some kind of like euphemistic name or something. So I'm going to say the Eiffel Tower. That is correct. Great job. Thank you. A lot Thank of people you. going for, for, um, for Lady Liberty. However, it's famous that she is made out of bronze, which is why she is mm-hmm. the color she is because right. of the, uh, of the, the, what do they call it? Patina um on the uh, on the bronze so i wonder if they've ever thought about going through and just like cleaning that up to make it bronze again probably not mm. huh? i don't know i don't know what the uh the ethics and the the art preservation scene is for that i i, I think that the general consensus is don't mess with it but i mean they do some amazing stuff and they do some uh well meme worthy stuff i'm sure you've seen like all the <laughs> <laughs> the reworked, uh, you know, maintenance versions of uh, portraits that have uh, monkey faces instead of human faces and whatnot. <laughs> it's uh, it's entertaining stuff. Now, this is a uh, throwback. I don't know what you would call this kind of question, and I hope you don't think I'm, I'm turning it on you or anything. But you asked a version of this question to me and Matt back in episode 137. And I, I knew that we discussed it on the podcast at one point, but I wasn't sure who asked who. But I rewrote a question that ended up having the same answer. I'm wondering if you remember. Okay. It's a African history <coughs> question. I don't. That's the it's, oh, it's, it's kind of geography focused as well. Okay. What capital city of Somalia controlled the East African gold trade for several centuries and was also the birthplace of supermodel Iman? What capital city of Somalia controlled the East African gold trade for several centuries and was also the birthplace of supermodel Iman? 
You know when you get like an answer in your head and you know like this is wrong? Yeah. Yeah, I have that going on right now. Mm. The capital of Somalia. I'm just going to go with my wrong answer, I guess, because I, I, you know. Um, no, it's too wrong. Somalia. That's how you asked it to us. What is the capital of Somalia? Yeah. I gave you the Iman way. I mean, and you know, I it's one of those I just should know it. The Iman path. The Iman path. I'm an empath. David Bowie took that path. Iman path. <laughs> um Mogadishu. That's correct. Oh my god. Yes. No well fucking way. Great pull immediately came to my mind and i was like well that's not it that can't be it and i i just forced myself to say it you got it well god fuck man jesus christ power be with me today i don't know what the hell is going on but i'll fucking take it here is your next question which book begins when he was nearly 13 my brother jim got his arm badly broken at the elbow. Which book begins when he was nearly 13? My brother Jim got his arm badly broken at the elbow. Hmm. Well, I believe that this is a work by American author, writer, satirist, Mark Twain. Jim, as a character, I think appears in multiple works. One being The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Let me be clear. I'm sorry. Uh Uh-huh. Jim. J-E-M. Oh. (laughs) Oh. We'll scratch that. (laughs) Can I hear the question one more time, please? I'm going to give you the full question the way I read it at trivia. Thank you. Which book often read in high school begins when he was nearly 13. My brother, Jem got his arm badly broken at the elbow. Hmm. Pretty brutal. First line. Hmm. I think it could be in a brutal book um, about the Dust Bowl, California Dust Bowl, by John Steinbeck. The Grapes of Wrath would be my guess. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. (sighs) The correct answer. (laughs) You may remember Harper Lee's second book. Oh. Ghost Set a Watchman. Yeah, Ghost ghost Set a Watchman. (laughs) This go is, set a watchman, all right? Just go set a watchman. <laughs> the other book. Yeah. To Kill, to a, kill mockingbird. a Mockingbird. Yeah. <laughs> to Kill a Mockingbird. My brother, Jem. Jem and Scout. Scout. I don't remember Jem. I guess I only read that once. In, uh, Do you remember Jem breaking his arm badly at the elbow when he was nearly 13? No. First line in the book. 
There was a uh, movie starring George C. Scott that I also saw a handful of times, but yeah, it might be worth revisiting that. There you go. Tried to read more lately. Uh, lately, it's just been comics, but yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, trying to make more time for just uh, just reading for fun instead of just like researching and stuff like that, but there you go. Yeah. Let's take a little break and then uh, we'll come back and we'll rate a question and get to our final questions. Sounds good. We're back and it's time for a rate my question. What a nightmare. It's not feeling the zoom uh, rhythm today. No. Uh, this is from Miles H. Miles H writes, Hi, Mark and Lee. My name is Miles H. I'm a longtime listener from Eastern Pennsylvania. I listen to your podcast almost every day. And I thought it was finally time to write in with my first ever Ray My Question. Bless you. The interesting thing about this question is that this is one that uh, Tom, who comes and plays at uh, Pointy Bell, has asked me before and has stumped me on, never given me the answer. I've never looked it up. It's just been stewing. Okay. It's been stewing for a few months. And Miles sent this in, and, you know, why not? We'll solve the mystery here. Here we go. Here's Miles' version. What island nation, which, which gained independence from the UK in 1962, is the only country to not feature any of the colors red, white, or blue on its flag? Hmm. <clears throat> How many countries are there? 200-something, I think. Okay. 100-something, 200-something. I was thinking like 180-plus. Okay. 180 plus a we couple have, maybe? We have an episode for every country and then some. Working our baby yeah, back around. We have more episodes than some TV shows. <laughs> so give me that one more That's time. It's pretty wild to think about. It is. It is very wild to think about. Here's the question one more time. What island nation, which gained independence from the UK in 1962, is the only country to not feature any of the colors red, white, or blue on its flag? From the UK? That's where it gained an independence right, from. Yeah. Places England, I don't think, is fucked around with very much. Um, mm-hmm. The Middle East. I mean, they were obviously in India for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the answer is not India, it's not an island. Africa? I mean, Madagascar is your only option. It's the only island country there. Red? Doesn't the flag have red? Uh, I don't know. Probably, I think so. Yeah. Then there's some much more obvious things, like around America. Um. Uh, you know, Mexico's like, got red. Canada's got red. They're not islands either. I was gonna say not islands, yeah. but <laughs> the islands below Florida, like the mm-hmm. islands down south, like Jamaica. Mm. Red. No. No? White. But wait a minute. No. Black, green, and gold. No white. No red, white, or blue. Okay. 
There's not red on that. No, there's not. It's black, green, and red. It's it's black, black, black green, green, and I'm sorry, yellow and gold, gold cross with black and green. Okay, let's go with it. All right, we're gonna say Jamaica. What if I got it that quickly after years of you being hounded by this? months? I said months. Why is this opening <laughs> a Zoom link? Hold on. Oh shit! What the hell is that? You're being invited to the Zoom channel. What the hell was that? Miles. Miles you H. Sneaky, you sneaky boy. <laughs> was it him standing there with his dong out? I don't know. I did, I left the meeting. You gotcha. Jeez, Miles. All right. Uh, let's see here. I'll just Google this for the answer. <laughs> Miles, what are you doing? You scamp, you old saw, you dirty sod. Uh, let's see here. What's the only country flag to not have red, white, blue? Mark, you're correct. Yeah, Jamaica seems to be the I'm answer for my research fire here today, man. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Tim must be yeah, so dude. proud of me. Uh, a plus. Really, really great question. Very interesting. Um, you know, not think you know, thinking of flags without red, white, or blue. Jamaican flag is is a very prominent flag. Um, especially if you live, you know, down here, I think. Uh great question. Short and sweet for sure. Uh interesting. It's got it's got a little bit of everything for me. Yeah, I have to give this full pibs. Capital Boom. full pibs. This is a perfect question in its current form. Wouldn't change in a damn thing, Miles. Lights. In yeah. neon lights. Well done. And now, a- when Tom asks you this question again, you can give mm-hmm. him a big old fat middle finger and go, Jamaica. Miles says, keep up the great work, guys. You're both awesome. I have to look forward to, uh, and, and I look forward to hopefully writing in more in the future. Thank you, Miles H. Mm. And if you have a, if you'd like to write us with a rate, my question or rate us with a rate, my question, you can do so by sending us an email at no nonsense, trivia at gmail.com or giving us a call at one, nine, two, nine, three, five, six, six, nine, six, six, or find us on social media. Yeah. Round three fight. Am I going on me? Am I going? All right. Here's your last question of trivia today. What Beatles song released in 1967 features backing vocals from such notable musicians as Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Marianne Faithful, Keith Moon, Eric Clapton, Graham Nash, and others? Wow. Right? Yeah, that is a pretty amazing cast. Would you can you use cast cast sure. of singers? I don't give a fuck. I'll do whatever you want. That makes sense. Yeah, cast of characters, a group, fine group of singers. Molly um, Crew. Uh, that's a different group. They came later. You can't fool me. <laughs> None of those people were in Molly Crew. It's true. Um, 1967 Beatles song with a lot of extra vocals. Trying to think of, uh, 
you know, they have to be somewhat established to to have uh, so many folks involved. A lot of those are people from, you know, various English uh, groups. You got the Rolling Stones, Marian Faithful. Who else did you mention? Mick Jagger, Little Keith Richard? Richard. No. Keith oh, Richards. Keith, <laughs> Keith Moon, Marian ah, Faithful, yeah. Eric Clapton, mm-hmm. Graham Nash, and more. I'm trying to think if Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band has uh, a lot of vocals in it. In the background. It's certainly a big sounding song. There seems to be some scattered talking at one part. I wonder if that's what you're talking about. Some chatter. I'll go with it. It's just such a big sounding song. 67. That sounds about right time wise. I'll go with Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I'm sorry that's incorrect. Mm, okay. The correct answer is all you need is love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean you that know. did that did come into my head, but I don't know. That I I, I guess they're they're singing that part, the chorus, the yep. refrain in that song. At the end, okay. especially where everybody's singing, you know. Right on. All right. Well, my last question for you is a uh, medical question. Now, I know I had a uh, a question that started last week. I hate that I'm asking this right the same twice in a row, basically. Last week, I started a question with located in the head. And this week, I just I like this question too much and I don't want to put it off any longer. But it starts with something similar. But this time located on the head, located on the head. What part of the body's name? is sometimes used by those in the medical field as a backronym to help remember the parts fr- five primary components located on the head what part of the body's name is sometimes used by those in the medical field as a backronym to help remember the parts five primary components well on your head there's only a couple of things technically on your head yeah Nose, ears. Eye, I would say, is not on your head. It's in your head. Is your mouth on your head? Your lips are, I guess. So I think you're kind of going 50-50, sort of. I'm going to say, can I hear the question one more time? Yeah. Located on the head. What part of the body's name is sometimes used by those in the medical field as a backronym to help remember that part's five primary components? So the name of the body part is the backronym. Yes. I'm going to say the mouth. No, I'm sorry. Good guess, though. Got the right number of letters. I was like, you know, teeth... Mm-hmm. Oral, <laughs> mandible. I don't know. You should have moved north because I'm talking about skin, tissue, epicranial aponeurosis, loose aorial c- connective tissue, and periosteum, the scalp. Oh. The scalp. Scalp. Mm-hmm. So that is not the etymology of the. The name scalp. They didn't take those uh, those five layers and then like they just made it work for them. Exactly. The word scalp already existed for you know I think 
hundreds of years before it uh, became uh, used as a medical, you know, uh, mnemonic device. I, f- I thought you're you being a fan of mnemonic devices. You might appreciate this question. I do. Yes, absolutely. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time tonight to sit down and uh, record this next episode with me, Mark. Always a blast, please. And thank you for listening, everybody. Please join us every week by subscribing to the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the No-No in several ways. The easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. You can also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the podcast on Patreon by visiting our website, thenono.com, clicking the support link at the top, which will take you to our Patreon page. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us out with the show, including our new proverbial lightkeeper, JV, which stands for yeah. Junior Varsity. Congratulations. Thank you, JV. We Let's love go, having JV. you. Also, a big thanks to our quiz daddies, Sam Spencer, Blake, a.k.a. Motor Liquor, Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esma and Redcrest Kitchen, Tim with Pat's Garden Service, Tommy, and Gil. It's Gil. It's Gil. Our team captains, Hayden, Matt, Rick G, Skylar, Kristen, Fletcher, Lydia, OG Aaron, and DHX3. Thank you to our proverbial light keepers, Clay, Merritt, JB, and Merritt. Sorry for mispronouncing your name for a long time. My apologies. Merritt, JB, Paul, James, Josh, Cameron, Stephen Day, Cy, Caitlin, Mike K, Adam Cole, Bebe, Frank, Trant, Trant, Trent, Grant, <laughs> Rob, Captain Nick Williams, Kate, Rachel Moo, Tim Gomez, aka Mappy1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah Cooper, Matthew Spencer, Lisa Ryan, Adam, John Lewis, Nabil, Ricky F, Justin B. Justin, please remember Jamaican flag has and no red, white, or blue on it. Justin M. Justin might need to watch some James Bond movies before April. And thanks to our snails. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What up, snails? And thanks to our Rumble Talking snails- to you limpets out there. And thanks to our Rumble Snailskins, Nora, Joe, Hallgast, Mark with a C, Bill, Seth, Littlest of Lambs, Aunt Kiki, Ian, Andrea, I did it again, Andrea, Aleo, Tim, Binsky, Nathan, Issa, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, Sarah, Fox, and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H-Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Steven, Kenya, Dallas, and all my favorite things from the screen, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Alex, and Mike, J. Write us at nononsensetribute.com. Call us at 1929-356-6966 and find us on social media at No Nonsense Trivia and on Twitter at No Non Trivia. Get on Discord, come on the Discord channel, be part of that, talk to us, have fun, learn stuff, do quizzle, uh, conversation about lyrics to go, conversation about lo- tons of fun stuff. If you're more of a Facebook person, go on Facebook and find us there. Just search for, of course, No Nonsense Trivia Podcast and uh, be part of the conversation. And finally, and most importantly, maybe, don't forget to leave us a reading on your favorite podcast service. Five stars only, please. Until next time, no nonsense listeners. Have a great week.